Okay, so Be'ezrus Hashem tonight, we're going to be continuing with our series of Shirim on entering the Sea of Wisdom based on the weekly Torah, on the entire Torah that the Tzaddik, the Gon, Rav Yitzhak Meyer Morgenstern Shlita reveals and we're Zochet to receive every week, whether it comes directly to our mailbox or if we have to go searching for it. But um, again, like any other week, the, the amount of teachings we could have focused on was immense. But there was something that piqued my interest because, uh, as we're going to see, it's one of my favorite sugyos in the annals of Hasidic thought. So I, I, I said, if the Rebbe is bringing this up, then it's kadai for me to, to grab hold of the opportunity to teach a little bit about this Nakuda. But really, the first teaching in the Lakute Diver Lekim Chaim, so the collected teachings that have been given over in Parsha Shoftim in the past, was a, a 24 piece you know, teaching that the Rebbe had given over, a drush of sorts in previous years. And that's what the, the Talmidim brought down in this week's Nishmas and Chadasin. So Bekitzer, what the Rebbe speaks about very often when it comes time for Elul is the sixth teaching in the Kutu Maharan, which is known as the teaching of Tshuva, primarily because the teaching of Tshuva is the teaching about how a person needs to learn how to engage in a process of running and returning in their relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ratza v'shov. That person, if they want to enter into the process of tshuva, so then they need to become a bucky, an expert in ratza, a bucky in running forward towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like we spoke about last week, the desire to move forward and to connect through positive commandments and adding more. But as important, if not more important, is also the ability to be a Bucky Beshov, to be an expert in what it means to return back to oneself, to stop running, to stop feeling like there's so much more that I need to accomplish, but rather to rest calmly within myself. Now, that does not come to push against the notion of moving forwards, because Ratza Veshov, Kamare Habazek, as the Pasuk says, by the vision of the Merkava by Yecheskel, that a person needs both an expertise in running forward, as well as an expertise in running backwards. And based on the Arizal, the word Bucky times two is going to be the Gematri of Derech, which is the Kavanos of the month of Elul, which is Hanoisen Biyam Derech, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu places a pathway for us, an impossible pathway in the midst of the stormy sea, that there's an impossible pathway that emerges, and that pathway, that derech, is built on the two expertise, the two kolchos that a person needs to understand of running forward to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but also a willingness to retreat back into ourselves with an awareness that that's also part of tshuva, that's also part of the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now what Rabbi Nachman points out, based on the Arizal, is that these two elements of tshuva are represented in the letter Aleph. The letter Aleph, as we know, the first letter which contains every other utterance, as the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh teaches us, and all of the tzaddikim tell us, that the letter Aleph is really comprised of a vav, a slanted vav in the middle, an upper yud and a lower yud, which equals the gematri of 26, which is the four-letter name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But for our purposes, what Rabbi Nachman does is he says that the lower yud is what it means to be a bucky in returning to oneself, in struggling with Avedis Hashem. That lower yud represents our relationship with God when things are difficult. The upper yud represents our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu when things are going well. 
And the vav in the middle is the chibor or the connectivity between those two polarizing elements of Avedas Hashem. And when they can join together properly and both the upper yud and the lower yud, the bucky in running forward and the bucky in returning backwards, they merge together into one, which is the deep kavana of Elo. This Rabbi Nachman says corresponds to the three mitzvos that the Jewish people are commanded prior to their entrance into Eretz Yisrael. What we need to do is number one, we need to destroy Amalek. Number two is we need to build the Beis HaMikdash. And number three is that we need to appoint for ourselves a king. Now, what Rabbi Nachman and the Rebbe spend a lot of time doing is aligning these three mitzvos with the three elements of this Os Aleph. The lower yud, which represents our confrontation with difficulty and struggle and concealment, represents the idea of getting rid of a malik, getting rid of Hester, getting rid of concealment in our lives, knowing what it means to return back into ourselves, to find Hashem not in our transcendent quest, but rather in our willingness to be present within ourselves. If a person is zoichet to get rid of a malik, then they go up to the upper Yud, which is the Avoidah of building the Beis HaMikdash. That's the Avoidah of finding HaKadosh Baruch Hu wherever I am at. In the moment that I'm running forward to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I build for myself the Beis HaMikdash at that point. And the Vav, which is the equilibrium or the unity between the two that can hold the polarizing opposites of running forward and returning backwards is the mitzvah of minoy hamelech, of appointing a king, which is connecting to the tzaddik emes, connecting to the truly righteous individual, connecting to Moshe Rabbeinu Raya Mehemna, connecting to the neshama of Mashiach. So we have these three elements of Avedis Hashem, running forward, which is the upper yud, returning backwards, which is the lower yud, and the unity between those two elements of Avedis Hashem, which is the vav. Those also represent the three mitzvot, which is the lower yud represents getting rid of Amalek, finding Hashem even in difficulty. The upper yud represents building the Beis HaMikdash, finding HaKadosh Baruch Hu in calmness. And the Vav represents connecting to the king, connecting to the Tzadik Emes, connecting to Moshe Rabbeinu, which is the main way that we have a connectivity to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Rebbe now goes on and he does even more with this. He says that in truth, these three elements of the Ois Aleph, or the three elements of what it means to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world, also represent three reasons that are given in the Arizal for the creation of the world itself. The lower Yud represents the lowest level of Hashem's purpose for creating the world, which is Kichoi Katoiv Lehetiv. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Arizal points out in Shar HaKlalim, and as the Ramchal makes very clear as the essential point, the Baal HaSulam also does this, that the purpose of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creation is because the good, capital G, good, the Tov HaAmiti wants to bestow goodness upon his creatures, and the only way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can bestow true goodness that is not received with shame of not having earned it, not experiencing Nehemek Dekisufa, the bread of shame, is through Bechira. That's the lower Yud. That's where we encounter difficulty. That's where we struggle for the sake of revealing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The next reason given for the Arizal is that the purpose for the creation of the world was so that we as human beings can become a Merkava, a resting place for the Shechina, that our lives can become so translucent and so spiritually refined that ultimately there's really no distinction between 
who we are and the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the upper Yud. That corresponds to the mitzvah of building the Beis HaMikdash. That corresponds to the purpose of creation, which is to become a Merkava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the third and final reason, which is hinted to in the writings of the Arizal, but expressed most explicitly in the writings of Hasidus, as expressed in the Medrash Chazal in Parshas Vayakel, is that Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu that what HaKadosh Baruch Hu desires, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu truly wants, so to speak, is to create a dwelling place for himself specifically in the lowest imaginable reason of creation, in the lowest spaces, that it's specifically from the human being themselves, from us who are so far from Kedusha, from us who are so far from clarity, it's specifically out of our darkness and our concealment that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to reveal the ultimate purpose of the Giloy Kvod Shemayim. So what we have is the three elements of the Os Aleph. We have the lower Yud, which corresponds to the experience of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world, the struggle, the need to defeat Amalek, which also corresponds to the aspect of Memalekol Almin, our awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu from a lower human perspective. We're aware that Hashem gives life to all of existence, but existence still means something to us. That's the experience of struggling for Hashem. Then the upper Yud, which represents the purpose of creation, which is that we become a Merkava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That represents Soiviv Kalaman. At that place, it's clear to us that Hashem is everything. It's clear to us that we're Mavutal and we nullify ourselves in the face of Hashem. And that's the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. And then the Vav, which is the mitzvah of Minoy HaMelech, is Veles Asar Panoy Minei. That's the recognition that Mamalek Kalaman, Soiviv Kalaman, Hashem fills all worlds, Hashem surrounds all worlds. In truth, both are true. And that there's absolutely nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu whatsoever anywhere. That level is the reason So the Rebbe, again, goes through a long arichas about all three of these elements and beautiful ideas of basically from the, the beginning of Tairas Asoid to the end of Tairas Asoid, associating it all with this letter Aleph. But for our purposes, what we're going to look at is the way that the Rebbe explains it according to the first Pasuk of this week's Parsha of Shoftim V'Shaitrim Titim L'Chabachol Sharecha. So the Rebbe says as follows in Os Yudchas, HaTzadikim Ma'alim Es Bnei Yisrael L'Titim L'Cha, Shar Hanun, which is the Or of Soiviv Kal Amun. The first Darga, says the Rebbe, Darga Aleph Shal Giloi HaOr Dememale Kal Amun, the revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light in a way where we know he's here, although we still feel ourselves, which corresponds to the purpose of creation, which is that Hashem wanted to bestow goodness upon his creatures, which, like we said, is the lower Yud of the Aleph, which is the mitzvah of They can do this on their own. Which are the Shoftim V'Shoitrim. For that level, for the lower yud, a person doesn't need to connect themselves necessarily to the true tzaddikah hadoros. Ella dehat tzaddikah ha'emes ma'alim es bnei Yisrael mikoidem el tachlis habeis titen lecha, which is the kedusha of shar hanun. But in truth, in order to reach the second yud, in order to reach the second purpose of creation, which is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to become a Merkava for him in this world, that we need the Tzadikim, that we need the Shoftim V'Shoitrim. Why? It's V'titen Lach, to, re- to draw us up to the level of Lach, 
Lach, which is Lamed and Chaf, is Gematria Nun, which is the Kedusha of Shar Hanun, the Kedusha of Soiviv Kalalmin, Shenikra Belashon Ha'arizal, Yuchud Hashvil Vahanesiv, Yuchud Da'ab Ve'ima, Shekanal Hukenegetachlis Habeiz, Shalios Lemerkava Etzlo. Okay, so those are the first two reasons. The first two reasons for HaKadosh Baruch Hu desiring the creation of the world is that corresponds to that corresponds to a lower level of unity, that corresponds to the lower yud of the Aleph. Then there's the second level, which is the upper yud of the Aleph, that corresponds to the next level of the upper unity, the Yichod Ilah, the Seviv Kal Almin, that corresponds to the mitzvah of Binyan Beis Amikdash, and the purpose of creation at that level, which is to become a Merkava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But, ah, but in truth, the real purpose that we have to engage in, which is what, which is that third level, which corresponds to the Vav that connects both Yuds, that corresponds to Lais Asar Panimine, where the lower unity and the upper unity are unified because both of them bespeak the infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence above and below at once. The real purpose is to reach the level, Veshaftu Asa'am Mishpat Sedek to reach the level of righteousness. Why? Because tzedek represents malchus. Tzedek represents malchus, which is the lowest imaginable level where we find ourselves in this world. Shehi haremez malchus hagnuza beradla, which is in truth the remez to the loftiest imaginable level, which is the malchus that is concealed within Reisha Delois Yada, something that no other tzedek has spoken about nearly as much as the Rebbe has. To begin to try and explain a little bit of what it means for our context would take us far beyond what we're discussing now. But suffice it to say that the word tzedek, righteousness, which represents the lowest experience in this world, the need to be kind, the need to be engaging with morals and ethics and interpersonal relationships and engagements and doing things the right way in this worldliness, is in truth a remis to the loftiest source of malchus, which is rooted where? In Reisha Delosiada, the highest possible imaginable place, which corresponds to Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Lios Lo that in truth the Icar reason is that Hashem wants to reveal Himself specifically from within the confinement and the concealment and the greatest imaginable concealment, like we saw in the name of the Balatanya in Parak Lamed Vav, in the Choyshech HaKafel Mechupel, or what Rabbi Nachman points out as the Hastara Shabbatoycha Hastara, it's specifically down here in the Dira B'Tachtoinim. That is represented in the Malchus that is Mushrash and Reisha Delois Yada, that impossibility of understanding why things are the way they are. That's the Darga of Reish Los Yada. The recognition that human beings ultimately know absolutely nothing because in truth, all we have is the recognition of emuna. The elevated purpose for the creation of the world who are the shayftim v'shaytrim, tzadikim bring us up to the level of that highest level of malchus, of revealing how the lowest level is in truth the site of the highest level. To raise us up to the ikker place of true emuna, and again, emuna is an impossibility without encountering concealment. And that is ultimately the purpose of all things, to take joy in the simple joy of emuna, which is only possible down here in the dira betachtenim mamish, which corresponds to the vav in the middle of the aleph, which corresponds to ratzah kadosh baruch olios lo dir betachtenim, it corresponds to kula kaima that absolutely nothing 
takes on any value in the face of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the aspect of Yismach Yisrael Ba'isav, the joy that a Jewish person takes simply in the fact that we have the capacity to have faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Sha'ashu'ay B'nai Yisrael Ba'etzem Ha'emuna, the inner joy, the indescribable self-intoxication of the simple faith that a Jew has to grab hold of when things are difficult in the dir b'tachtoinim, shehi ha-sha'ashua ba'atzmus elekus kavyachal, which is in truth the pleasure and the joy that one takes in their access and their experience with the atzmus of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and like the Rebbe always does with the addition of kavyachal, because we're never really talking about atzmus. Here is where the Rebbe brings us to the point that I love so deeply. This is the Indian of the Rikudim, this is the concept of dancing, that Mashiach Tzidkenu will teach us how to dance, a dance of the simple emuna, the simple faith. And in another place, Biur Marenu, the tzaddik, Rav Yitzhak Maya Morgan, Sir Shlita explains that this concept of drawing HaKadosh Baruch Hu down into the Dir B'tachtoinim, which is the loftiest level of Leis Aser Paniminei, where we recognize that there is absolutely no place devoid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, no matter how low, no matter how concealed, that this joy that we take on the simple faith that is found in our experience down here, this is what is referred to in the language of Rabbi Nachman as Batlar She'en Raglayim. This is the legless beggar. She'yilmad Mashiach Tzidkenu Lirkoid Biraglayim Shel Simcha Sa'emuna. That Mashiach Tzidkenu is going to teach us how to dance the dance of simple faith. Now, famously, in Rabbi Nachman's tale of the seven beggars, the 13th tale of Sipore Maisios, so we know that Rabbi Nachman introduces us to all six of the beggars, representative of six different tzaddikim, the Ushbizim Kadishin. We have the blind beggar, we have the deaf beggar, we have the stuttering beggar, we have the crooked neck beggar, we have the hunchback beggar, we have the handless beggar. But the person we never meet is the legless beggar. Rabbi Nachman ends the tale prior to the emergence of the legless beggar, that beggar who doesn't have legs. Now, within the history of Breslov Hasidus, there are various interpretations that, in truth, this legless beggar is Davin Malka Mashicha, the one who dances with abandonment, who, on the one hand, is legless and floating in the air, but on the other hand, has legs that are so powerful because they know how to dance the silent dance of Amuna that the world has not been ready to learn yet. And Be'ezra Sashem Mashiach Sidkenu, which is the Ragle Mashiach, or Mitzapa to the legs of Mashiach, the Svarim tell us that Mashiach Sidkenu himself is going to be the legless beggar, teaching us how to dance that dance in midair. That's the dance of Amuna, of not having any true sturdy ground to stand upon, because it's in truth the Dira Betachtainim, which is the site of Amuna. Amuna does not stand upon something sturdy or certain, but rather it floats in the air. It's a decision that a person has to make at every moment, one step forward, one step backwards, ruts of the shold. That is the dance of the legless beggar, of learning how to dance in the air. This is the dance that emerges by the simple faith that we uncover not above, not below, not in the lower yud of Mamala Kalalman or the upper yud of Soiviv Kalalman, but rather in the vav of Ratzah Kadush Baruch Hulios Ladir B'tachtoinim, specifically down here. And it is this emuna and these dances that are metaknim umma'elinasa emuna l'shayrasha ha'elyon, that in truth raise the lowest level of human experience to the highest truly rightful place where it really rests, that brings the malchus, which is destitute and impoverished and dead with its legs dangling in death, as the Zohar Kaddish tells us, ragleha yardamavis, it brings it back up to that lofty place that is suspended in midair of reisha lois yada. Why? 
because ha'emuna kshura el haraglayim k'yadua, because the raglayim are the lowest level, and so is emuna. Ubahadvas haraglayim b'simcha sarikudim. But when a person raises their legs in the joy of dancing, mechavdim lahagviu laharim es ha'emuna. The intention that we have to have is to elevate our legs, the lowest place, up to its rightful place to show us that the raglayim themselves are the real site of Avedis Hashem. Those places that are broken and burnt and bothered and are stuck in the dir betachtoinim, that in truth is the loftiest site of human experience. And the Rebbe also continued to explain over there that this is also the aspect of dancing at a chasana. This is also why tzaddikim and all of us, we dance at chasanas. Why? Because at every single chasana, at every zivug, at every unification between the masculine expression and the feminine receptivity of expression and, re and receiving, of running and returning, every time that there's a chasana, a yichud, it's me'ein or hayichud of kudshav yichud asid. It's an aspect of the joy where we say in the Sheva Brachos that our joy should be the joy of Gan Eden. At every chasana, there's the, the tishak leomacharon, the laughter of Gan Eden. And therefore, because we're tasting the future, we're showing that we're dancing here over the light of Mashiach that is emerging because the whole light of Mashiach, the whole light of Amuna, is the ability to dance, which is Maramez on the Simcha of finding Amuna HaKadosh. Malchus Ataraspala, the revelation that what is lower is in truly is in truth higher. That which appears to be devoid of significance is in truth the most significant because it's so significant that it doesn't even need significance. And this is what the tzaddikim teach us that in this time we learn how to dance the simple dance of faith, of simple faith, of, of faith in a place of confusion, of faith in a place of darkness, and that legless beggar, that recognition that, yes, we can contemplate on Hashem's presence in this world, we can contemplate on Hashem's presence outside of this world, but the Iker Nakuda of Avoida is the Darg of Malchus Agnuza Baradla, of realizing that wherever we are down here, as we exist in the concealment of Malchus, is in truth loftier than any other aspect of revelation. And this is something that the Rebbe's teachings speak about more than anybody else how that which is below is in truth that which is most ascendant and most above. And Be'ezra Sashem, by having the Simcha and Amuna and having Amuna Satsadikim and being Zoycha to that mitzvah of Minui HaMelech, of being Machaber, the lower Yud and the upper Yud and the Kavanas of Elul, we should be Zoycha to taste the Te'ima of the Amuna Pshuta, of the Sha'ashuim, of that joy that emerges specifically from the confines and the darkness of this worldly experience, Be'ezra Sashem.